0: Well, in case you've never experienced the Bible through drama, I think today will be quite the experience for you. About once a year, Chad will take us on a journey in character through the Bible, and today we're going through Numbers chapter 20 to 25. And we're gonna be studying these chapters over the next month, and sometimes it's helpful to experience the scripture before we study the scripture. So let's meet this pagan prophet who God spoke to and through despite his greed, despite his rebellion. And I think perhaps we'll find that there's a little Balaam in all of us.
1: Today, I want to tell you a story Before we get to the story, though, I want to ask you a question. More like a series of questions. Are you and I too stubborn to hear what God is saying? Are you and I too stubborn to see what maybe God is revealing? Are you and I too stubborn to take no for an answer? I want to tell you the story of a donkey. But when you think of a donkey, you think of something stubborn. We even call it, right, a stubborn ass because it's does its own thing, goes its own way, and the donkey refuses to listen to the voice of the master. Not so with our story today. The donkey is actually the hero of the story. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Before we get to the story we're going to talk about today, we need to talk about the stories that precede our story. It's the story of five stubborn beasts. Our first stubborn beast is is a prophet. A prophet by the name of Moses. You see, he refuses to hear what God is saying and to see what God is revealing. In his anger and in his frustration, Instead of listening to God who tells him to speak to a rock to provide water for his people, he strikes the rock. In his stubborn rebellion, he becomes our first stubborn beast. He will lose access to the promised land, the same promised land that was offered back to Abraham He will miss out on because of his stubbornness. Our next stubborn beast is the king, the king of Edom. A man who's so stubborn, he's caught up in his need to call the shots and to be in control. When God brings his people through Edom, he says, let them pass and there will be peace. But this stubborn king needs to keep in control. Instead, he battles the Israelites Is ultimately killed in that battle. Our third stubborn beast is not a prophet but a priest. You may recognize his name. His name was Aaron. He was the brother of the prophet Moses. And he was stubborn in his apathy, in his complacency, You see, he refused to confront Moses for not obeying God by striking that rock. And because of his stubbornness, he ultimately loses his priestly responsibilities. In his stubbornness, he he dies in the wilderness. Our next stubborn beast is a series of giants. The mighty warrior Sion and Og. See, Sion and Og come face to face with the God who defeated the Egyptians, and they decide because they are giant in height and giant in strength, that they can take on the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The stubborn beasts die in battle. They die in their stubbornness. The last stubborn beast is really us, the people. Over and over again God has sent them one more lap around the wilderness, one more lap around the wilderness, teaching them He cares for them, He will provide for them, He will take care of them, but instead they question His goodness, they question His motives, they are lost in the stubbornness of their own grumbling and complaints. They push God away in their stubbornness and God removes his hand of protection and they are bit by poisonous snakes. And yet, yet our God is so gracious and so merciful to these stubborn, rebellious people, he makes a way to be healed. Moses takes a stick places the stick in the middle of the wilderness and he lifts up on the top of the stick a bronze snake of all things, placing it on the top of the staff. He says, see what God has shown you, hear what God has said, and for those who look upon the snake that is lifted up by God, you will be healed. Some do. Some see what God has shown and hear what God has said, and they look and find healing, most, many, die in the wilderness like stubborn beasts. Which brings us to our story today. Our story today is the account of two donkeys. One an animal, the other a pagan prophet by the name of Balaam. He's an ancient witch doctor, a practice of divinations, things that God considers an abomination. But this stubborn donkey of a man, he's a seer who cannot see. He's a hearer who does not listen to God. He refuses to take no for an answer. In fact, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob will try to speak to him and through him, but he's not much a God's helper. He's actually a, a bit of a dumbass assistant to God. Doesn't really do what God commands. Unlike the donkey, who does know how to speak the words that God puts in his mouth. See, the moral of our story today is that God wants us to be like the donkey, not the stubborn beast. Well, join me. Join me in the wilderness of Moab. <laughs> Where's the word,
2: says you? (laughs) Old Balaam has it, says I.
1: (laughs) Perhaps my reputation goes before me. (laughs) People travel from all over the world to hear a word of oracle (laughs) from me. Some call me a magician, some call me a sorcerer, most call me an oracle of God. (laughs) Oh, I speak to any of the Canaanite gods but I'm even open to hearing any voice in the spiritual realm (laughs) for I am the all-knowing, all-seeing, all-hearing prophet of God. (laughs) Now the Israelites were camped out on the other side of the Jordan River and near Jericho on the other side of Moab. And the Moabites were, were filled with dread. They were terrified. In fact, Balak, king of the Moabites, turned to his elders and said, these people, they will, they will lick us up like an ox licks up the grass from the field. Go, oh, find the prophet Balaam. Have him come and curse these people on our behalf. These people, they, they cover the face of the earth. They are so numerous, we will never be able to drive them out. But go to Balaam, the prophet. Tell him we know that whom you curse will be cursed. (laughs) Who you bless will be blessed. Princes, noblemen, go to him now and take with you a diviner's fee for his
2: trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the gold, says you. Old Balaam will have it, says
1: I. Where's the gold? And I saw them coming up over the horizon, the noblemen, the princes of Moab, and glistening in the sun, pushing before them were great
2: treasures,
1: silver, gold, come, come in, come in, come in, join me, what? King Balak wants me to bring a curse against these people who came out of Egypt.
2: Yes, yes.
1: Well, stay here for the night and I shall. What is their God? The God of Abraham. I shall speak to this God. Stay here tonight and I will return tomorrow to give you word. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. No.
1: Oh God of Abraham, King Balak of the Moabites has come to me. He has asked me to curse a people that have come out of Egypt, who cover the face of the earth. They are too numerous for him to drive out. Mm shall I curse them, O God. Balaam, Balaam, you shall not curse these people, for they are mine, and they are beloved. You shall not curse what I have not cursed, but only bless what I have blessed. Mm -hmm. Ah! I came to the people the next morning, returned to Moab. This god has refused to let me curse the people. (laughs) And they disappeared over the horizon. And they took the diviner's fee with them. What do you mean he refused? Balaam the prophet refused me? Well, I, I shall send princes more numerous, more honorable than you, to go to him. You say to him, say, Balaam, do not refuse the king. He wishes to honor you, he wishes to glorify you. Tell him I will give him whatever he wants. Just please, Balaam, come, curse these people for me. Double the diviner's fee. Go to him now. (laughs) Where's the gold, says you? I lost it, says I. Where's the gold, says you? And then I saw them coming up over the horizon, more numerous than before. Treasures glistening in the sunlight. Ah, many, many treasures as they came down before me. (laughs) Yes, come in, come in, yes. The king says, What? I can have
2: whatever I want.
1: (laughs) Well, tell the king, though he fill my house with bags of silver or gold, I cannot speak greater than or less than what the Lord has spoken into my mouth. But this situation merits a second opinion. (laughs) Dwell here for the night, I shall seek out this God. Balaam, you have called upon me again. Balaam, you may go with the princes to Moab, but you are only to speak the words I place in your mouth. Those are my people whom I brought out of Egypt, and I love them and I bless them. Go with those now. Bless the people of mine. But only speak the words that I put in your mouth. Oh, he said I could go.
2: Yes, yes, yes,
1: yes. The Lord said I could go with you. Uh, go before me into Moab. And I will follow behind you on my trusty steed. (laughs) No, no, you don't need to take the diviner's fee with you. All right, I'll pick it up there. (laughs) Hmm. So I mounted my trusty steed. (laughs) Hmm.
2: My donkey, I named him
1: Cataract because he's dumb as a post and blind as a bat. <laughs> All right, cataract, on to Moab.
0: <laughs> Let's go. <laughs>
1: Where's the goat, says you? Old Balaam has it, says I. I see the clearing up front. Stay to the left, cataract, to the left. <laughs>
2: Where's the goat?
1: says you? To the left
2: cataract, to the left, to the left! I said to the left! You stupid beast, get over here! Come here! Look at me, I said left! You are
1: the mule, I am the master, look at me!
2: I provide you water to wet your lip. I provide straw for you to eat. I give a stable to you.
1: I can see better than you. Your job is to listen to me. I said, left, onward to Moab. All right. (laughs) Where's the gout, says you? Old Balaam, (laughs) says I. Let's hug the wall, cataract. Hug the wall. All right, now, stay to the right. To the right, yes, just a little to the right. (laughs) I can see Moab from here. Ah!
2: Oh, my foot! You've crushed my foot, you stupid, stupid beast! Look at me! I told you to listen to me!
1: God has given you these giant ears to listen to me, the all-knowing, all-seeing, all-hearing prophet of God. Now, listen to me. You go where I say you go. Do you listen to me? Get over here. Onward
0: to Moab and treasures.
1: (laughs) All right, cataract. (laughs) Now look, there's a very narrow way. Do not turn to the left or to the right. All right. (laughs) Where's the goat, says you? Old Balaam has it, says I. Ah! You stupid beast! How dare you throw off the the all-knowing, all-hearing? all-seeing prophet of God,
2: you stupid blind beast! Hee-haw! Hee-haw! What are you hitting me for? The Lord has Given me the gift of speech to tell you of an invisible world, <laughs> He that you cannot see. For there was an angel. He angel with a sword. A talking donkey? What kind of magic is this?
1: I am a great oracle, a talking donkey. What kind of sorcery is this?
2: Hee-haw, hee I'll tell you the truth. I would not lie. There was an angel with a sword, so I ran into the field and I had to push against the wall and knock you off. To save you from, hee haw, the sword. A talking donkey? An invisible angel? Have,
1: have I gone mad? And then he appeared to me. My eyes were opened, and standing before me was a creature like nothing I had ever seen. Balaam, why have you struck this donkey three times? For it was I who stood before you and stood against you. For your ways, Apalem, are perverse before me. I told you to bless my people, and in your heart you were going to curse my people. This donkey saved your life three times today. I I have sinned, I have sinned, O spirit, I have sinned. Forgive me, I, I will return to the mountains if you wish. No, Balaam, I want you to obey. Balaam, come here, come here, Balaam. God has given you two ears, Balaam, to listen to me. You are the mule. He is the master. Now go to Moab. Speak the words I put in your mouth. Like the donkey. You know what the donkey can do? He speaks the words I put into his mouth. You know what you need to do? Speak the words I put in your mouth. Balaam, be like the donkey. Go and obey. Yes, I will obey. Yes, 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 a spirit. I, I will obey. There goes my diviner's fee. Cataract. Sorry, cataract. Come here, boy. Come here. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh. Perhaps you are the you are the all seeing prophet of God. <laughs> Onward to Moab. I see the castle now. <sighs> steady, 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 steady. Hmm. Balaam. Why did you hesitate in coming to see me? I wish to honor you, to reward you. What took you so long to get here? <laughs> well, uh, I am here now. <laughs> uh, but, 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 oh, King, I, I can only speak the words that he puts in my mouth. Uh, I have no power otherwise. He, he took me up to the high places. The places we worship, Baal. And I could see all of the Israelites scattered down by the Jordan. Uh, Let's make seven sacrifices with seven bulls and seven rams. Yes. But, oh, king, I I can only speak the words that he puts in my mouth. And then the the Lord placed these words in my mouth. King Balak of Moab sent for a prophet from the east. And he came to them to curse them. But how can we curse what God has not cursed? And how can we count what God has not numbered? No, I would rather die a death, or die a death of the righteous than to curse. But God has blessed. Uh, those are the words he put in my mouth, O king. Balaam, I told you to curse these people, and you've blessed them bountifully. Come here to the Outer Rim. At least curse this small portion of them. I, I will try, but uh, I again, I can only speak the words that he puts in my mouth. These I, I, will, I will try. And then the Lord placed his words in my mouth. The Lord is not like a man that he would lie, like the Son of Man that he would need to repent. No, O Israel, you are blessed in your tents. For a king shall rise from among you, and you shall be like lions. And lionesses against whoever stands against you. I, I am sorry, O King. Those are the words he put in my mouth. But oh, I still wanted that—that that diviner's fee. And then I came up with an idea. <laughs> A truly wonderful idea, King, King, King. I cannot curse these people, but perhaps we could get them to curse themselves. (laughs) Let us send a caravan, Moabite prostitutes down to their camp. And that is exactly what we did. (laughs) We used their own appetites against them, <laughs> they all-knowing, <laughs> all-seeing, <laughs> all-hearing prophet of God. <laughs> and I took home my diviner's fee. <laughs> Two donkeys. Five stubborn beasts. Which one are you? <laughs> Which one am I? I think often we we buck the voice of God because we serve other masters. Sometimes it's our anger. Sometimes it's our need to be in control. Sometimes we're stubborn in our apathy not to do what God wants us to do or go where God wants us to go. Sometimes it's trust in our own works, our own righteousness, our own efforts. We're stubborn that way. And sometimes it's just stubborn in our grumbling and critical spirit. The challenge... A Balaam story is for us to be like the donkey, to hear what God has said to us, to speak only what God has told us to speak, and not to serve other masters. But because there's a Balaam in all of us, God spoke through this pagan prophet to bring about a prophecy about the Messiah. You see, he knew we would need forgiveness for serving other masters in our life. We've glorified power or pleasure or our own efforts. And he prophesied that one day from Israel would come a king, the shout of a king who would come. And he would be from the Lion of Judah. And he would provide a way to lead us, but also to forgive us. Which is why when Messiah comes, his name is Jesus, Yeshua. And he references these stories in Numbers. He says, just as Moses lifted up a bronze snake in the wilderness on a stick, so too the Messiah will be lifted up. When God lifts up a way for you to be forgiven, when he speaks a way for you to be healed, When he reveals a way for you to come and find eternal life, Jesus goes on and says a verse you may have heard before right after this. He says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. How about you? Is there a little Balaam in you? Do you need to serve a new master? Look at the way he's provided on the stick. Find his forgiveness and find his leadership in your life. I think there's a little Balaam in all of us.
0: Will you pray with me, Father? Thank you so much for the ways that you reveal yourself to us in our lives. God, thank you that you love us, that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross for our sins so that we could spend eternity with you. God, just continue to use our lives despite our rebellion, despite the many ways that we've let you down. Use our lives to further your story and to further your kingdom. It's in Jesus' name that we all pray. Amen.